Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuning in to the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And we are a platform. We are a tribe. We are a people that are powerful, upwardly mobile and progressive while being 100% authentically you. That's what we are. And so this is episode number 52. That's right. Episode number 52. 50 plus two and this is officially as i've said this is really episode two of uh, or episode three of season um of season two and um which is still kind of crazy for me to think of but um as you know and i said it on my last episode this is um where i you know episode 50 um was released on at the bougie ball 2022 which was a success not going to go much into it again but thank you for everyone that supported that. And thank you for everyone that supported the charity that we supported, which is Man Up Mentoring. So thank you to all of those sponsors. Um, but this is episode number 52. And wow, this has been a journey. It really, really has been a journey. And I thank you all for for rocking with me for 52 episodes of me just going through therapy and releasing my thoughts, releasing my experiences, having conversations with people that um, I identify with and some that I don't that helped to create this episode, uh, these episodes. So I thank you so much um, for truly being a part of this journey and this path um, along with me. And so this is episode number 52 and you know I like to start with the meaning of the number and what I've been doing um, most recently is to take well actually I come up with the actual uh, title of the episode and then after that I go back and I look and see if there's alignment with the number um, and this one being 52 um, to see if it actually if there is any alignment with the title of the episode so the meaning of 52 is a sign that now is the time to make some change. You need to focus on balance and harmony. Your inner wisdom and insight power are going to be at its peak. Pay more attention to the things that are around you. Let's read that again. The meaning of 52 is a sign that now it is time to make change. You need to focus on balance and harmony. Your inner wisdom and insight power are going to be at its all-time high. Pay more attention to the things that are around you. So as I was watching some kind of must-see internet, you know, I don't say must-see TV anymore, some must-see internet, um, I ran across an interview of someone and there was something that stood out and it was it was a it was a quote. And the person that I was listening to, he's on this podcast called 
drink champs. And regardless of what you think about this person, it was Irv Gotti, um, who is who was one of the creators of the Ink or Murder Ink, um, the record label. And but there was a quote that he said, which really, really helped kind of package um, my thoughts. And what do I mean by that? So after the bougie ball, I had well leading up to bougie ball, you know, I was kind of. The Bougie Ball was episode 50. It was all about episode 50. But during that time, there was many topics and conversations that came up. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's an episode. That's an episode. And there was one thing that just kept ringing and ringing and ringing. Even through the the Bougie Ball and, and afterwards, there were things that kept tying back into what the title of this episode is. And so as I watched this podcast and as I'm watching it for other, you know, comedic value and some other things um, he said this quote and the quote was you can't sell what you don't own now this is that moment where you take either your your phone or your iPad or you do it old school with, with pen to paper or pencil to paper and you write this down you cannot sell what you don't own this quote kind of wrapped it all up for me of this episode. And so the title of this episode, drum roll, is Appropriation versus Inspiration. Appropriation versus Inspiration. So let's dig into this definition by going into the dictionary because it always has, helps us to clarify things when we can see it in the black and white. And I'm going to start with the word appropriate. So appropriate means to take for one's own or exclusive use. To take for one's own or exclusive use. Second definition of that word is to take improperly. Theft, thief. Um, as without permission to take improperly as without permission and next there was to set aside for a specific use or certain person now the next definition is for the word inspire and inspire means to have an animating effect upon influence or impel to stimulate or impel to some creative or effective effort. And I'm going to read that definition again. The definition of inspire. To have an animating effect upon, influence, or impel. To stimulate or impel to some creative or effective effort. So let's go back to that, that, defin that, that quote. You can't sell what you don't own. If it's not yours, you can't sell it. If it's not your sauce, if it's not your recipe, now you can sell a sauce or a recipe, but you cannot sell someone else's sauce or recipe. I can't go into um, Whole Foods and take their organic spaghetti sauce 365 or whatever the, the, the brand name is for, for Whole Foods 
and then take that, rip the label off, put on the bougie label, and then say, hey, this is my sauce. Now I can do that, but that's theft. I didn't do the work. I didn't go through, test out those recipes. I didn't go through, look at different ingredients and say, am I gonna use sage? Am I gonna use thyme? Am I gonna use oregano? Um, am I gonna use heirloom tomatoes versus regular tomatoes? I didn't, I didn't do any of that work. I just basically took their label off, took their work off, and then put my label on it and then try to sell it. That's illegal, that's improper. That's appropriation. But if I'm inspired by it, I'm like, man, these people made an amazing, amazing sauce. I've always wanted to sell pies. And I think I make a great pie. And I love the journey of, their, of, of how they created their sauce. So I'm now going to, I wanna sell my pie. I'm gonna study how they actually came, um, got their, their, their sauce to market. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some inspiration from how they made that sauce and I'm gonna apply that to how I sell my pies. That's inspired. But if I wanna appropriate it, I wanna take it improperly and, and use it as my own, forget the pie altogether. They did this sauce. These are their ingredients. That's their packaging. I'm gonna go ahead and just rip off ragu and put bougie. That's wrong can't do that and your path won't be blessed it won't be blessed because you actually stole it from them but if I was inspired I got excited I wanted to move forward and do some things in a great way I'm going to look at their journey and what it took for them to make that sauce and I'm going to make the best pie possible you cannot sell what you don't own. Be the very best version of you. I was actually about to mess it up and see be the birth version of you. But actually, yeah, yeah. What's birthed inside of you is what needs to come out. It's your baby, not somebody else's. Be the best version of you and what's birthed inside of you versus what's birthed inside of someone else. Because you don't know what it took. You, you may not be able to handle what that person went through to have what they have today. You may not even want it if you saw the path that it took. I was on the a phone with one of my friends from Atlanta, College Park, <clears throat> um, last week. And, you know, we were talking about bougie ball. And he said, man, do these people know what you went through and where you came from to be this kind of put together person that they see today? And we laughed and we joked and we told some old stories about some, some craziness, you know, that we went through. But then as I'm sitting here now and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, like maybe you couldn't have handled it or maybe it would have taken you, taken you into a different direction if you had to actually go through what I, what, what I went through. There's a whole lot of, ugh, you know, before you could get to the good stuff 
in my story. Because sometimes you only see the good stuff. You only see the success, but you don't see all of that, ugh, all of that grind, all of that grunt, all of that hustle, all of those no's that got me to be the person that I am today. Mm. Some real time revelation happening. You know, this, this has been happening a lot lately on these on these episodes and sometimes it ties into the episode and sometimes it doesn't but hey look man I'm I'm just a, I'm just a, a guy that's trying to figure it out and, and put out some content that hopefully people will, will embrace and so when this real-time revelation happens I just have to just put it out there and even as I'm saying it now so sometimes I struggle with Cause you know, you have a base. Like I look at my numbers, I look at the analytics, you know, for the podcast and, and I know that there's a, a certain demographic that listens to me. Um, and sometimes I, I want to make sure that I'm catering to that demographic, but demographic, but sometimes I just have to say it, you know, how it is, um, and hope that you understand me and you see my heart and you've listened long enough. My gosh, we've been doing this for 52 years now. I mean, 52 episodes now. So hopefully you understand who and what I am. So please, please take this the right way. But I have to be transparent because that is who and what I am to this podcast. If I want to have a successful relationship. A successful relationship. One that is winning. Stop taking advice from people that aren't in a relationship and are successfully single. I said it, I can't take it back now. Um, and what do I mean by that? Not being successful as a single person, but people that are successfully single in the business of being single. If I am in the business of being single, I don't think I should take advice from a person has not been successful in a relationship about relationships. Yeah, I said it. And I definitely can't take it back now. But I'm saying it for a reason. I'm not saying it to hurt or to harm or to demean. What I'm saying is, and hopefully if you are one of those successfully single people that you're taking and understanding what I mean by this is that you have to make sure that you're giving advice and something that you're successful at an example and this applies to a lot of different things if I've never been successful in the restaurant business I don't think I should take advice from someone that is not in the restaurant business you don't know like you you don't know you're you're a you're a therapist or, you know, you're a dentist or, you know, whatever the case may be. There may be some tie-ins somewhere, but you're not in the restaurant business. Restaurant business takes different things. There's food costs, there's recipes, there's labor, there's, um, there's marketing and promo. There's all, the, all different types of things. I, I can't take advice from someone that hasn't been in it and lived it and done it. You can't give me that advice 
So for those people out there that are being, that are, that want to have successful, healthy relationships, you can't take that advice for someone that is successfully single and has not had any success in relationships. And they're telling you what to do. That's not. That's just not the way to go. Can't believe I said this. I can hear my wife right now saying, oh my gosh, why did you have to say it? But I have to say it because it's what's on my heart. And I say what I, what I mean in hopes of creating a change to, to help with positive momentum and movement in the right direction. It's not to hurt someone. It's not to hurt people that haven't been successful. It's just kind of a, a realignment in your thought process and for you to focus on the things that matter. I said it, can't take it back. It's done and you have to be the best version of you. <laughs> this real time revelation thing, it like, it gets me sometimes because as I'm, as I'm, as I'm speaking and I'm moving forward in my thought process, it all of a sudden it just happens. And I start to think about other people that like do this, like do, does it happen to them as well? And then they stop and they pause and maybe they just write it down and they didn't go into it. But if I built my platform off of being 100% transparent, um, this is who I am. This is, that's actually part of my base of, of, of what I do is to say what I'm saying. So please, please, please understand my heart when I say what I say. Um, and it's, it's hopefully meant for you to take it and to grow from it. Um, and not actually harbor on the emotion that it made you feel um, at the moment. So what am I saying here? I want to make sure that your inspiration is coming from someone that can help you get to where you want to be and not to where you are. Inspiration should help you get to where you want to go and beyond and not where you are. If you're inspired by someone that hasn't taken a path of success, then you probably aren't going to be successful. Unless, side note, unless you're gonna see what they have done wrong. And then you can take note as to what they've done wrong. But if you are going to be inspired, make sure that you always credit where that inspiration comes from. Every time I hear something from whether it's people in this community, whether it's people in my tribe, whether it's family members, it's extremely important for me. And it's something that makes the makeup of who and what Justin is, is for me to give credit where credit is due. And it's not to stroke their egos. It's just to let, let them know that, hey, you know what? You have inspired me to do something differently. You have inspired me to take a second look at my journey and make sure that the alignment is there and I can, I can move into the right path. And by doing so, I can hopefully pay it forward and I can do the exact same thing for someone else. 
you know, an appropriation, you know, you, you often hear this word, like, you know, there's cultural appropriation, right? Where, and one of the things is where, you know, someone takes someone else's culture and then they just kind of make it their own. And then all of a sudden you forget about that person, the origins of where it came from, because you're now making it, you're now making it your own. I want to make sure that this community, that this tribe of people are going in the right direction and we're moving as a solid unit and that we're helping people to push and move forward in the most progressive way possible that helps to build legacy for our children and our children's children. And we can't do that if we don't have some fundamentals that are set in place for us. Those fundamentals have to be a good heart, clean spirit, <laughs> clean credit, um, healthy relationships. All of those things have to be aligned. Organization, timeliness, um, honesty, charity, the ability to give back. In everything that I do, I make sure that there's a give back component. Now that give back can be financially, by product, or by wisdom. Financially, or by product, or by wisdom, or by wisdom. There is some form of a give back. And by doing so, especially in that give back, there's always something that I give back in return. I was most recently at, um, at, a, at a local high school and I'm talking to the school and we're discussing the homeless population that's at the high school, which still kind of just throws my mind completely off that people can be homeless, you know, within school. And so I asked the question, I said, so how many, you know, homeless kids are in the school? He says, well, listed, we have 45. But there's probably within the hundreds of kids that are homeless. And so I said to kind of define to me what, what when you say homeless, like, what do you mean? And so then we went on to discuss this family that is um, living in their car. And it's a family of, uh, I don't want to be, you know, 100%, but there's, there was a, there's a few people in this family and they're living in a car in like a five passenger car and <clears throat> this mother has to now make a decision on if she is going to have a life changing surgery or if she's going to stand in line to make sure she has a place for the children and as I'm hearing this, I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, and these kids have to go to school. And then so I start thinking about when I was in school. And I'll never forget that there was this one kid, he was always his underarm smell. Always. And we would laugh and joke and call him the musty boy or whatever. All these things being just harsh as 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 kids. And it made me think back. I'm like, man, was he homeless? Was he just poor? Did he just not know? 
how to take care of it. I, you know, whatever. Could he be sick? I, you know, I don't, I don't know. And I just felt this feeling of like, ah. And it, but it drives me to now want to do more. I'm inspired by all types of people. I'm inspired by all types of, of, of experiences. Even some of those negative ones that I've had in my past, even the negative pieces of me. But that's also, that's my journey. I didn't take that from anyone. So when you see the person that you think or you perceive as a success, as a success in Justin today, there's so many layers that made this person that you actually see today. It wasn't just one thing that made me who and what I am today. It was many things. And some people couldn't take the weight of what Justin had to, to go through. And so as I'm going through and I'm listening to these stories of these, of these, of these kids that are homeless, all it did was just make me want to go harder and be a bigger success so I can give back more. All it did was make me want to acquire more power and influence so I could leverage that and help more and more people because it's not about me. It's about the journey. I don't know where that came from, but it, it, it was something real time, real time revelation. I guess it was something that needed to be said, but I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired. I want these, I want these kids that are out there that, that are, are living homeless to know that you're inspiring me to be greater. Because in inspiring me to be greater, I want to do something so I can help change drastically the circumstances that you're in. No child should have to be homeless. No child should have to be homeless and then go to school and, and think about education, but they don't even have a home to go back to. Now let's bring that back home to this topic. Say that one of those kids are now a successful doctor or physician, or they're making a recipe for the sauce that I talked about earlier. And you go and you steal their whole recipe. You take it, you appropriate for your own exclusive use, just disregarding the entire journey that they had to go through to get that sauce to market. Does that make more sense now? But if you were inspired by what they were doing, you would then take that inspiration and help build something greater so you too can help someone. I was going to go there, but it happened. Um, so let's take a look at the call to action or the homework. I want you first to start by asking yourself the question and writing it down. What is inspiration to you? What is inspiration to you? Two, and I've asked this question in other homework episodes so you should be able to go back and, and get the answer for this one what is your why what is your why and hopefully what inspires you is there some alignment that's there 
Then next, I want you to ask yourself the question, who inspires you? Who are some of the people that actually inspire you today? And then I want, to, I want you to ask yourself, do you give acknowledgement to the people that inspire you? And if you don't, I want you to reach out to them and give them words of appreciation. If there's people that you know that inspire you, I want you to reach out to them and let them know. Give them acknowledgement that you inspire them. Encourage them. Because being great is taxing. It may look fine and luxurious and exciting and sexy and whatever other words that you want to use, but it's tiring. You know, there's that, that, uh, that saying, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. For that king and queen to wear that, that crown, there's so much responsibility behind it. But when you can give them the honor and respect that's due for their journey and where they are, I do it all the time. I have friends, you know, whether it's um, Ray or or John or um, Ernest, yeah, whoever it is, I let them know the way that you all are moving, it inspires me. I appreciate what you do and that you bring to this market called life. You have no idea what that can do to the individual that you're doing, because it's all about paying things for and helping to continue to fuel us as human beings. So I want you to go out there and let people know just how much you appreciate them. Let them know that they're an inspiration. Don't take their sauce. That sauce is theirs. That's their, that's their ground. Look, that's their, their grandmother's recipe. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. You know, the grandmother's recipe that's passed down in the family from generation to generation. That's grandma's recipe. Don't take their grandmother's recipe. You have your own. If you don't, create your own. Let them be your inspiration. Don't take it for your own use and then completely disregard all the work it took to get to where they are today. I hope this is a message that resonates. I hope this is a message that makes you think. I hope as a message that if you did, it bothered you a little bit. If it ruffled your feathers a little bit, I want you to analyze what that ruffle was. And was that ruffle based off of just an emotion or was that ruffle based off of something that you need to actually change within your life? And if you do that, I promise you, I promise you this. You will get to something that will help you continue on a path of greatness of greatness versus a path of destruction and despair. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuned in to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. I look forward to speaking to you again. Be inspired and stay bougie.